you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hola, ¿qué tal? What's good, everybody? Somos unidos. Woo! Estoy aquí con mi familia. This is the El Huddle podcast. Glad you are joining us. I'm Will Salva with my hermana, my prima, my prima, hermana, the one, the only, MJ Acosta Ruiz. I like that better. I like that remix of the last name better than before. That's good. That's and you good, like, Will. I have to roll those R's, though. That's yeah. Key. We have to, otherwise it atrophies. Yeah, we have to keep, we have to keep <laughs> That's practice. funny. I never thought about that way. Could you, uh, could yeah. you always roll your R's? Oh, well, yeah, because Spanish was my first language. So, yeah, I, yeah it was like the innate thing. It was but for now, me, but sometimes it's, yeah. you know. Well, here's what happens, right? Like, we'll go Lazy the tongue. whole season and I'm, you know, English broadcast. And then yeah. suddenly our friends over at Telemundo or Univision want to do like a talk back. And I'm like, uh, me siento muy excited. I'm <laughs> leaning to like full Selena. <laughs> but once I get going, it's fine again. I force myself to speak with my parents. They obviously speak English, but yeah. only in Spanish, just so that on a daily basis, I'm I'm still practicing it because it does. Like anything else, if you're not in it all the time, yeah. se te olvidan las cosas. Claro, um, claro. That's why I talk to my mom in Spanish. And yeah. and some of the things that we say, again, may not be uh, appropriate or correct if right. you are in other Latin American countries. Yeah, it doesn't so, always uh, translate apples to apples, if you will. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. So so I always learn something, you know, yeah. whenever I, you know, talk or, totally. or like I hear you, you know, mention yeah. some some terms and things. Yeah. So what's going on, Will? What's going on in your world this week? Uh, uh, so, well, so <laughs> yesterday oh <my> morning, <laughs> yesterday morning, uh, my daughter goes out and she goes to the car to grab something. I think one of her books or something. She comes back screaming, closes the door, and oh says, God. "Oh my God, there is a rat on the front Absolutely porch. Not. It's no. right there at the front door." And so my wife literally leaps onto yeah. the kitchen counter, That's like screaming, "He's like, oh my God, oh my God, no, I don't want to go outside the house. No. I don't want to go outside the house." I'm like, "Well, it's okay. Just go through the side door." He's like, "I don't even want to do that. I don't want to do that." He's like, "I can't see it. Go out there and look." And so then my son. He is just laughing his Oh, I'm sure he thought ass off. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He thought it well, was Well, what are you going to do? Thing. You got to move now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But but there was there was a, a period of time where I thought my marriage was in crisis. I'm sure. She says you have to do something about it, but you can't let it get Makes away. Sense. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, first off, uh, I'm still working, so I can't do anything. <laughs> so I suppose I can sure. give Actually the latest working. news and the headlines to mm -hmm. the rat, and that'll do the trick. But I said I, I I can't handle it right now. So you know, all the while I'm thinking, what are we gonna do? Do we do we poison this thing? How do we handle it? Oh. Uh, 
but but this rat was chilling out, which was which was crazy because usually they scatter, and so it, was um, it, it just was like just chilling out, and so mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm just mm-hmm. thinking of ways of of how to get rid of this thing humanely. And, and I know it sounds funny because I just said like, oh, how can I poison it? But I was thinking about like humanely capture it and that Mm-mm. kind of thing. I'm going to so... tell you right now, I'm not caring about humanely if there's a rat <laughs> in front of my house. It's me, no. it's Master Splinter, and I'm picking me every time. The well, rats, How did yeah. you resolve it? What happened? I'm very, I'm itchy. What's happening? Yeah. yeah. So what ended up happening is that uh, my wife had called on the way to dropping off the kids, the um, local exterminator person. And so that person came at the same time that I was done with work. And I said, "Uh, okay, so here's the deal. What should we game plan and whatever? He's like, oh, this thing's sick. You know, and then he's then he's kind of getting rat, into the weeds. Absolutely not. No. Yeah, and so he's getting into the weeds about it. It's like, yeah, dude, whatever. Just now, get let's it. get rid uh, of it. And so then, what about the the exterior of the house? And he's like, hey, you know what? You're actually uh, due for for a, a sweep of the house. He did say, like, look, th- th- this 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 thing was uh, probably baited and and took something, and it just happened to be on your front porch. But it's not something that you should be you know, concerned about like they're coming and infiltrating the house. It's not an infestation of breath. That's No, no, it's not, that's you know, news. I mean, I, I don't know how it was like, feel like my dad, he said, you know, he grew up, uh, you know, una finca, you know, farm in Nicaragua. So they would see it and, and, uh, or see them. And, and the only time he's ever had any sort of interaction going mano a mano with one, I mean, he was just using a broom. You know, kind of playing right, like a little like it. indoor hockey kind of thing. Weapon, weapon that, of choice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. And and I and I look back and I think of like my parents and how they would handle stuff like this. Like my mom, like one time she had in her closet this big old spider, and so she says, you know, you know, maldita araña, you know, this whole yeah. thing. And so she ends up getting her pepper spray and pepper sprays it. And so obviously, and so then, yeah, no, but she did that, but then it choked her out. So, (laughs) you know, it's like, you know, she's like in her, in her eyes are watery and the whole thing. But she got the spider. I I don't think, no, I think that that's, that's the kicker. I think the spider got away. (laughs) Maldita, como se puede salir, you know, this whole thing. You know, like the the yelling and stuff. So, so I don't know that that's how my mom would handle it. In this case, that's what she said. Like, oh, you know, in, in Nicaragua, solo, solo tuvimos los gatos. Que comieron las ratas. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah. we don't have one though. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's how we resolved uh, it. That's that's wow. how. Yeah, I'm very glad you resolved it because, as you saw, wifey was like, "I'm gathering the children." Yeah, you have you have until the end of the day. Yeah, and that's exactly what I would have said. Um, so I'm glad that that's resolved. In New York, there were, there's you if you go on the subway, which we did daily. Yeah, rats are not only enormous, but that's their house right like they <laughs> they run the show the, the new york forks no remember wasn't it we were reading the other there was a, a, a rat czar that they yeah a rat czar in new york i don't yeah. know how that works or what you do i don't you know what you hats. do it's like like the the piper like you gather are you hurting <laughs> the rats you're outnumbered by a million we had there would be like sometimes in our um our we live in the hood um in our apartment building there were there were mice for sure. So my dad would put out the little sticky pads, yeah, which is yeah, the most terrifying thing. I'm traumatized. 
well, I remember vividly like morning, turn on the light in the middle of the freaking kitchen. There's a little sticky pad and this little mice like, <laughs> like trying to get out. What am I supposed to do? Pick this up? No. Well, what did you do? No, I, I did. I ran. <laughs> I got my dad. <laughs> you oh, okay. So then he would say. then. Okay. Okay. So what he I did mean, after, I don't know. Probably you, don't, you probably Ooh, don't want to know. No. But like, it's a serious situation. It, I it's... No. Now I'm parent. Now I'm looking all over the house. Very nervous. We do have well, spiders because California. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you, if you hear like a little scratching, you know, Ooh, in the walls, I you know, you're well. in trouble. You know, what's funny is like you mentioned the, the rat czar. I just saw like this week I read that there is a mosquito czar for New York, too. They actually have one and they are like in, in, I think in the, in the sewage system, they're looking for, what is for the job description? There. I want to Google this now. What, I have no idea. But the, How much do you was, get paid? Not enough. Not enough. Well, well, there was this, this New York times reporter that I don't think is getting paid enough because he said he went to the most mosquito infested place in New York and he's totally, he's, it? he's recording his experience and he's getting bit up so bad. They are just, just totally is like you know gulliver's travels or something it's like where, where it's like you're like the big giant and it's just like all oh, these gulliver's little travels. yeah and so and so like this guy is doing it and and he's like slapping the way he's like oh i guess i should go it's like yeah dude okay adios see you later you know vete, you know it's too much this is why i don't go camping hubby yeah, has been trying to get me to go camping are over a decade since we've been together glamping yeah. is a thing i will do yeah camping well, but is that's but the glamping you, you're saying like roughing it means like going there's to i don't want to rough it like is know. the thing <laughs> i'll do a cabin yeah okay yeah, I, I can, can see that cabin. yeah I a cabin. a cabin's i'm fine. fine like no wi-fi but like i do need electricity or running water yeah like that so if it's the apocalypse don't look for me i probably <laughs> So I married so I, a Marine yes. for a reason, and I just I don't know how that's going to work out because I don't have his skill set. Yeah, but I'm he has to pull my own weight, you know. Yeah, but he's not forcing you just yet. But but our no, our, he wouldn't. But yeah, I, I do want to try it under very specific circumstances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, it has to be the right conditions. It yeah, does. called called never. never. Um, I mean, you did do a safari. <laughs> yeah, you did do safari. So how did, did you deal do with that? Did, were you I, okay. weren't in I a mean, hotel be, in the Serengeti? Fair, the, aco the accommodations were luxurious. <laughs> oh, were they really? There were. They're like, oh, you'll be intense. I mean, stun. It was beautiful. Like it was beautiful. You were disconnected, but like there were still luxuries. So like that's the type of thing when you're out, like in the in the in the bush, as they say, you're out yeah. there. But like you yeah. know, you have your guide, you have everything. Back at like the quote unquote campsite, it's stunning, stunning. Yeah. So yeah. that's okay. It was way, way out of pocket. Four hours outside of the city, mm -hmm. like no cell service. At one point, as we're driving there, I was like, "Are we? Are we okay? <laughs> Let's go here." And it's one of those girls' trips, Not right? Surprise. That you took. And it, yes, it was a girls' trip. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you and the girls like go and do your thing, and we just, yeah, you know. But now that's it. Yeah, you got your little crew there. I, w I wouldn't and mess with you guys. I, I, not one rat did I see over there. <laughs> Lions, the yes. <laughs> Rats, not so much. Los leones, not so much, <laughs> so much. All right, we got a lot to get into here on this podcast. Coming up yeah. after the break, 
It is Sydney Warner. I know you guys know the name. If you don't, we will reintroduce you to her, the other half of the Warner household. Married mm-hmm. to one of the best defensive players in the league, Fred Warner. She's going to dish on her NFL secrets that she's learned since joining yes. the NFL family and Love all it. about her social media business. We'll be right back on the In Huddle. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This episode is made possible by PWC. When unprecedented times are all the time, It's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Okay, if you see me a little extra perked up today, it's because you know I'm a girl's girl. Mm -hmm. And today we have another fellow female in sports, a prima. And we'll get to that in a minute. Welcome in entrepreneur, social media maven, all things. She's a multi hyphenate and happens to be the other part of the Warner household. Yes, as in Fred Warner. Welcome in Sydney Warner to it. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. We are so excited to have you on because I think one of the things that really popped up to us was how there's this new wave of like this next generation of of, uh, NFL families. And one of the things that have really popped off on your social media has been your NFL secrets TikToks, right? Throughout yeah, yeah. the season. How did that come about? And how did you and Fred put it together? Because he kind of sprinkles in as well. Yeah. So that happened really randomly um, last season, right after, during um, like playoffs. And then a little mm-hmm. bit after we were done with playoffs, it just, I just organically was like, what? do people want to know because you can do mm-hmm. social media for so long and then you're just like, okay like it kind of gets a little bit repetitive but like, yeah. what do people want to know that I haven't already said a hundred times I can't <laughs> how many outfits do they want to see you know so right. I was like what do people want to know so then I started thinking about the things that Fred told me that I was really surprised about whenever I was learning all of this like NFL life and he was explaining things to me and I was like wow you wouldn't think xyz little facts that I said you wouldn't think that that's true but they are and they're really surprising if you don't know them so I was like I'm gonna tell people the things that shocked me and in return it shocked them as well what did he think about it when you first told him was he hesitant (laughs) was he like yeah babe of course go for it do your thing yeah, Fred lets me do whatever I want, honestly. He's really <laughs> As he should. Yeah, he is like really supportive. Smart man. Yeah. He is he knows I'm really creative and I'm just like very off the wall and I just do what I want, I say what I want, and then I'll apologize later if it makes somebody upset. Period. He he's always cautious, but in the end, he's like, do what you want. It's your business, it's your life, just do what you want. It all being smart about it, of course. Right. But yeah, he's he's always on board with whatever I want to do. <laughs> Of course, we talk about Fred all the time here. You know that I've been covering him since he first got in the league as like this young rookie really popping off. And yeah. um, 
we talk about him a lot specifically on this podcast because it's so important to us to really highlight um, the Latinos within the league, right? Mm -hmm. That fan base is growing and that presence is growing within the league too. And so it didn't Mm -hmm. slip by our minds that in preseason, you were repping not just hubby, but also La Cultura at a preseason game, wearing that shirt with Fred holding the Mexican flag that's part of his heritage, as folks here on the podcast know, Mexican and Panamanian. Why was it important for you to highlight that during the preseason? Um, so I think we really, really dove into that side of our fan base during obviously the Mexico game last year. I was just so shocked to see how many, uh, just how, how big the community was in Mexico. Obviously that really were just like super intrigued with Fred. They were really intrigued. They loved the fact that he represented that part of his life. And it, it really is a huge, important part of his life because his whole family on his mother's side, they speak Spanish. And that's how Fred kind of grew up. So I like, obviously with learning about him and then learning about how important that was to him. I think now we just choose to just represent that all the time. So not just for, for the Mexico game. So we got those amazing t-shirts were made and I was like, I've got to get like, what, like six of them for everybody. And I was like, we're going to wear these all the time. So I think it's important, not just, you know, for that game, but just for always, because there's such a huge Latino um, fan base for the Niners. Yeah. So huge. And they're so loyal and they're such amazing people. And um, yeah, I think it's important always, not just for that one, that one game. Yeah. What's the feedback that some of these uh, fans have said to you and to Fred about embracing this side of him? Oh my gosh, they love it. They love it. They just feel so just involved even more in the fan base. Of course, they're a fan of the Niners, but when it's somebody that plays that they love and that they represent daily, it also is a part of their community and represents that and is proud of that. Oh my gosh, love it. They absolutely love it. And we love that they love it because it makes us feel closer to them, you know? A hundred percent. Guys, when mm-hmm. I first met Sydney, it was at a 49ers foundation event mm-hmm. earlier this year. And I ran over like this, like proud big sis. I'm like, <laughs> like I was so excited yeah. to meet her because I'd only seen um, their interactions via social media. But one of the things I was like, let me find out. Me mm-hmm. and Sydney might be cousins. And that's the thing that Dominicans say all the <laughs> Talk time. Talk to us Primo, about this. Prima. Sydney, <laughs> you told me that actually your father is Dominican, which mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. More yeah. of us out here. But you grew up in Alabama. So how was that? Because I think there's a huge part of our Latino community too, right? That are de aquí y de allá, where you have this like very American upbringing, but you have this connection to your culture. So what was like that for you growing up in the South? So... My parents were, they met in New York and my mom was really, you know, very involved in his life. His, her, his family loved her and they really, really embraced that. And so whenever they came to Alabama, it um, wasn't as celebrated in Alabama just because that is how it is there. And it's sad. Very it's unfortunate. Yeah. But yeah. it was really, really, it's funny how you brought that up. It, it, they were his family loves my mom and they were open arms. Everything is how the Dominican culture is, but now they not, not so much if we're a little bit standoffish, but um, all of that to say, my mom really enjoyed it. And then they had me, they were so excited because they wanted both. I didn't learn, grow up learning the language like Fred did, unfortunately, because I wasn't in his household. They were more so in mine in Alabama. My mom didn't speak the language, which I hate that now. I wish that I did. Um, but you know, it was cool to see just them kind of merge that and be really proud of me being, you know, a little part of both. 
So well, well, we talk about uh, the Latino cuisine as well. So how much <laughs> was the cuisine that you had that was Southern and Dominican yeah. mixed together, if at all? So there was none. It was all Southern. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Southern. Yeah. Sid, I, as your now honorary older cousin, I am going to make sure that you guys get some platanos. We're going to have some mangu. I'm going to yes. go to the bay. Please. We're going to have a whole day. I got you, girl. Like, no, please. Nothing please. else. I just threw down in the kitchen Dominican style the other oh, day. I love that. So you know what? We're going to infuse. It's never too late, I say. Never. But no, it is no, interesting because I think that that experience is, is more common than people think, right? I think they, yeah. if people like to put folks, especially Latinos, in a box. To your point, like, well, why didn't you grow up speaking Spanish? And why didn't you this? And none of that qualifies your Latinidad or your connection to their culture and vice yep. versa, right? Like that is yep. they're just the circumstances of growing up in the U.S. Um, and having these different dynamics um, mm -hmm. on here. Now, you're doing a lot more to you mentioned your business, right? That was something that I really liked. And that Fred is very attuned to that. Like this is your business. I am sort of begrudgingly leaning into social media space, but it's not going anywhere, right? Like this yeah. is really a thriving, thriving business. And you were, you're someone who was so tapped in, not just to the fan base on the NFL side, but also just on the lifestyle side. So how is it building a business through that side? Can you, can you teach us like elder millennials? Like what, how do we, how do we do that? <laughs> It, I don't know. It's it's not so much about being taught. It's just I always say it's consistency. And sometimes I'll be on 100%. And then if you take that three days off, you it drastically affects your business truly. Mm. Of course, I think that's with anything. I mean, I talked about it with Fred all the time. And he's like, well, that's the same with his football. If he wasn't consistent throughout his whole entire Mm -hmm. adolescent childhood college at now even you know he can't take two days off because right. then you know there's a game day and those two days are going to affect you same with me yeah. if i didn't post for two days it same thing affects my you know statistics it's all about numbers and engagement yeah. um so you just have to keep people interested involved you have to say things off the wall like my tiktoks of nfl secrets that keeps people interested <laughs> yeah. keep them kind of like on their toes everybody wants to know everything about everybody's life um and i think it's cool for us to be able to me at least to be able to like let them in a little bit and let them see because people sure. are so intrigued about what goes on in fred and i's life and i love that they're you know want to be involved in um yeah so i just think consistency and being genuine just being yourself and just being like honest with your followers because if it wasn't for your followers you know you wouldn't really have it so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you seem like you both have great personalities. We're meant to be together. Is there ever a point where you're about to post something and he says, babe, no, 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 you can't. You can't. Yeah, I think more so in the beginning, whenever we were just dating, because I was just like, blah, 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 let's just post everything. And he was like, ah, like it's a little, it's gonna be a little bit different now that we're together. And like, I have this, like, it's a little bit different now. So I can't just, if I wasn't with Fred, I think I would be post more and just be more like off the wall. But now I have to respect his boundaries with his. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Hate those boundaries though, Sid. Hate them. What are the I know. <laughs> Here's I know the thing. Not many. There's really not many. I just, you yeah. know, I, I try to be courteous of his privacy as sure. much as I can. 
<laughs> but athletes are notoriously like very guarded and rightfully so like yeah. we understand that side not only are they guarded but they're also like creatures of habit right so like mm -hmm. this is what time i wake up this is what time i have breakfast this is what time i get treatment and so on and so forth so i think when yeah. you add in another layer of like oh wait now i gotta shoot this tiktok wait now what are What's I the outfit? Where'd you get it, babe? So I can link it. Like it is a lot to digest and a lot to put in, but good on you guys um, for doing that. What was the thing as you were sort of going through this? Because you mentioned like there were NFL secrets that shocked you from, yeah. from your POV. What was the biggest shock to you? The biggest shock to me. Hmm. Or the one that stands out, I guess, at, at top of mind. Yeah. yeah. One of them was that they have to be just training camp just ended. So I'll, I'll go with this mm -hmm. one. They have to be away for those two and a half to three weeks um, during training camp. Of course they train here in San Jose, but they have to be locked down in a hotel room, like all together bed checks. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, no, you have to be there on time. You can't, you know, stay with your sister or other, like we, we have a house here. So we're like, Oh, well, you know, it'll be fine. We'll just right. stay. No, he has to be there no matter if you live here or not. I thought that was really interesting. I'm like, that's so different. Um, yeah. But just part of the part of the process. Are there any secrets yeah. that you're sitting on right now that mm. you will reveal at a later date? Honestly, not right now. I think the secrets <laughs> they come more so <laughs> they come more so in the season. So great. Little tidbits, but I think right now we're starting fresh, we're starting clean, we're ready for the season. So mm -hmm. right now, no. Right now we're we're good to go. Well, one thing that's not a secret is that there is a new mechanism. Talk about leaning in the Warner House. Talk to yeah. us about this new podcast that yeah. you guys are What's launching. This Very about? excited about this. Yeah. Yes. We are so excited for that. So we teamed up with the 33rd team to do a podcast, uh, audio and video every once a week on any streaming app. You can do YouTube, you can do Spotify, Apple uh, podcasts, just to kind of let people into our life a little bit more. Like I said, people want to know, people want to be involved. <laughs> so we were like, this would be a fun opportunity to do something that we've never done. It's Fred and I every Monday. Um, after the game, just talking about not only football and the game and what's going on with his side of things, but also my side of like, where did I sit? Did I like my seats? What's going on in the dynamic of the team? What's, mm -hmm. How am I feeling about things? How's our life and our house running during this time in the season? So we're going to do it this whole entire football season um, and see how it goes. And then maybe next year we'll do it again, depending on how it performs. But we're really excited. It was We shot the first one um, last week at the very end of preseason, and it was so much fun. So I think people are really going to like it. It's really it's, it's going to be fun. Well, we can't wait. I think there's definitely an appetite for people to get an inside look into the the inner workings of the NFL through the eyes of a couple. Yeah. And and everything that that's around it is one of those things where you both are very successful in what you do. Do you ever come together and just say, I don't want to talk about what we've done. Let's talk about something else. What is usually that something else that you guys talk about to kind of take your mind off? Or do you guys just binge shows? Is like, the dogs? like oh yeah, yeah, dogs. I mean, like, like <laughs> what is it? What's the thing that that you guys talk about that's not your respective uh disciplines, if you will? 
Right. When we're not talking about work on my end or his end, I think, yes, we're very consumed with our dogs right now. Um, <laughs> we're very scheduled people too. We like to do Pilates together. So okay. whenever he has a day that we can do that, we'll do that. Um, just kind of getting our life. We're very scheduled. Me and Fred are very type A people. So mm-hmm. if we're not talking about work, we're talking about schedule <laughs> or <laughs> spending time with the dogs, watching shows he loves right now. He's very into hard knocks. Right. That's really big right now. Uh-huh. Yep. We're really into the Netflix, the quarterback uh, show that just came yeah. out. That was big. Yeah. So we are finished with all that. So honestly, yeah. I'm very excited for this Saturday Bama starts playing SEC. Ah, ah yes. <laughs> That's going to be really exciting. Wait, how about BYU, though? They, they've they've got a football team, now, too. Have you seen, right? uh, we don't – honestly, Fred doesn't really fo- follow college anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just – I always follow Bama and just kind of anyone in the yeah. SEC. So we've kind of – we don't watch BYU as religiously as we do Bama. Mm-hmm. So – Sorry. I, I would imagine if you have someone who's a hardcore Bama fan in your household, that's going to overtake everything, oh, right? 100%. So, yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter about the other team. It's so right. hardcore, Hard. and he embraces it, which I love. So, yeah, we're excited about that. I would say I have, like, the SoCal equivalent of that. My husband is all USC. Okay, went to yeah. grad school there, so it's, like, all Trojans here. And, like, here yes. in Los Angeles, you can't go anywhere without yeah. – seeing the, the little SC thing. So imagine in, yeah. yeah. So I get a girl. There's like no that's it. That there's nothing there's like no college football. Option. Love and it is. It is. But there's exciting. nothing yes. like that feeling of college football. It's a uh, little different. Yeah. Well <laughs> it's definitely agree? a little different. It's definitely a little different and it's a little different because I'm an Arizona State guy. So oh, right now <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yeah. 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 Ouch. Um you know, so you, you, you guys are, are are having this show now that you're doing. You, you had mentioned about not speaking Spanish growing up and that you kind of lament that and that Fred, he speaks Spanish. Is there any way where you will be able to do one episode, at least partly in Spanish? Do you think you'll ever get to that point? Oh my gosh, that would be a that's a goal for me to go towards because right now there's no way I could do it. But (laughs) that is a goal. I wanna whenever we have kids, I want them to know that part of their heritage from their dad. Mm -hmm. So I want Fred to obviously bring that to them and teach that to them. And I will also be willing to learn whatever he's teaching our kids. So you know, now I would say no, but in the future, maybe. Ah, okay. Yeah. We, we put it out there because I, I talk to my kids in Spanish and what I find that's a little bit difficult is that they're surrounded by English speaking all the time. Totally. Yeah. So sometimes they are very amenable to speaking Spanish. And then other times I say to them, no, se dice esto. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Just, just so they get into it, because sometimes it's just easy to fall by the wayside, I said, you don't understand. This is going to help you out in life. Not 100%. just to get a, an A yeah. in Spanish. This could be something that helps you get a job yeah. as mm-hmm. well. That gives yeah. you uh, uh, an advantage on something. That's like, an advantage yeah. in life. I always am just, I'm almost feel embarrassed that I don't. Like it's almost no, like don't. expected. No, don't. And yeah. I, I wish that it was more so like you, like more like expected, like this is a requirement that you have to have. But um, unfortunately, I didn't get it. But it's such a huge, huge, huge tool for life. Huge. 
Um, so I'm hoping that our children will have that one day for sure. 100%. Yeah. No shame in not speaking Espanol yeah, exactly. right here on the podcast all the time, but it is a good you know, aspiration to have for Especially sure. We're very yes. excited to see it. Mm-hmm. We'll send you like you. We'll send you guys like little phrases maybe to slip into the podcast Please. once a week. We got Always you. Good. No uh, bad words though, MJ. No, uh-uh. Don't, don't no send the bad no words, okay? <laughs> Sydney, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit more. Can't Sydney, wait thank for you. the Warner House. Of course, and thank you. Just so you know, I have bought many, many of the things that you have linked um, on your profile. I get influenced too, that. and they work. They all work. The girl is true to her word. She doesn't steer us wrong. Sydney Warner, so excited to see what's next for you, Fred. Thank you you so so much. much. Thank you for having me. So fun. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, back here on the El Huddle podcast with my prima hermana. And so good talking to Sydney. Can't wait for their show. They just feel like their life is out there yeah. where they're willing to reveal details and we're, we're here for it. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. And as we told her, I think there is an audience that, that totally. has a voracious appetite to know what it's like for, yeah. for a, a couple such as themselves. And I commend them for finding the balance between these are the aspects that we want to share. And these are the things that we are setting that boundary. Like we talked about with her about mm-hmm. not about keeping that just for us. It is a very hard thing to do, especially in the landscape we live in now in social media. But I think especially within the NFL, which is the biggest league um, it, it's, it's tough because everybody wants to know once you give somebody an inch, they want more and more and more. So I, I commend them, not just that, but also building a business. I don't think yeah. people give, um, like social media marketing and social media influencers, a lot of credit. I've been trying to lean in more to that aspect of the business world because you know we yeah. have to be very involved in that, and it's not easy. It's not easy. When you're doing it takes work. Stuff, it takes sure. a lot of work. So I'm, I'm going to try to lean in a little more. I don't know that I'd be there, and you know, hubby is my husband is not about that life. He barely wants me to post. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on social media with him in it. He's he, you know, he like he's a background guy, so he likes to sit back and watch. But like, it's it's a lot. I commend yeah. them for that. I'm excited to see what, what their podcast is about. It's going to be interesting. For sure. No, I am too. And now we got to get uh, Federico on, oh, 100%. Uh, on this pod, right? We definitely yeah. have to get him on. And so this yeah. this brings us to our end of the huddle mm-hmm. segment. We like to call E Punto. We put our little mm-hmm. uh, bow, if you will, on, on the pod. And you know my E Punto is for this particular episode of the podcast, it was revealed that the Packers were also pursuing Jonathan Taylor in mm-hmm. a trade along with yep. the Dolphins. And it goes to show you how unpredictable things are because we thought we knew where things were headed and then they take another turn. And these trade requests usually end with the guy saying goodbye, getting his wish the t- and right. leaving. But there is those few occasions like this one that we're finding in Indianapolis where 
at the moment, they're stuck with each other until the Colts end up getting something in return that they are okay with. Uh, and and it blows me away when you hear about all these mystery teams and we find out about yeah. the Packers, who, oh, by the way, are set at running back. Totally. But this really hamstrings somebody like Anthony Richardson, who's a young quarterback. He's now under center. He's a rookie. He's going to be taking his lumps, and he needs to rely on the run game. So totally. who knows how that's going to go? That is completely TBD. But that's my ipunto. All I know is that I don't know. Same. And I think that's what Johnny T is saying too, which is very upsetting because he is one of the promising young players in the league. Unbelievable talent. I can't imagine. uh, I don't want to imagine the world where this is the reality. Now the season's going to start and we're not going to see him out on the field yet. Don't love that for four games. Yeah. Somebody go grab him. You know, no matter what you need depth at running back, especially when it gets time closer and closer to the end of the season to make that pitch push for the post stop playing with these running backs y'all stop playing with them no. pissing me off this is ridiculous preach um i don't like it um my <laughs> ipunto is that my fantasy um football draft got pushed back a week and i'm so relieved <laughs> so I, was not not ready. Prepared. I was not prepared i am not ready for it I, I was ready i had it on my calendar i was like here we go we're gonna lean in i'm actually doing the nfl mexico all women's um fantasy football league this oh, year, nice. i'm very excited our friends from nfl mexico invited me um to do so um Great. and i they're gonna give me a run for it. i already know it it's gonna be competitive af hey. i'm ready for it though but they reached out yesterday <laughs> and said i'm so sorry we had to push it back a week and it's like when your friend calls you and says she has to cancel the plans for that night that you already hmm. didn't want to move from the couch for yeah <laughs> it's okay bro i'm not upset we could do it next week next week it is just great. delays the inevitable you next better be ready but you know what now it's a, i'm so much i was so less stressed last night my best friend came over and she was doing her drafts so now then i had like the residual stress from her she's like should i pick this person i was like no i thought i got this off my plate today <laughs> so you can't escape it i hope you you guys and your fantasy drafts are going great um Pray for me for next week. Well, we can't leave yeah. without adding an addendum yeah. to our conversation at the top of the show. An addendum? What's the, what, uh, what's addendum what? to the rat conversation. I know y'all uh, are sick of us with this rat talk. But our amazing <laughs> producer, Randy, let us know that the rat czar job was listed over a year ago and featured the following in the How listing. Is that, how is that possible? The director, aka the rat czar, who will receive an annual salary between $120,000 and $170,000, will be expected to develop strategies, manage projects, and lead teams against the city's rodents. There's Not more. enough for me. Oh, there's I more? The, I can't pronounce all the words correctly. They must have a background in urban planning and be a virulent behemoth for vermin. <laughs> Say that five times fast or just one time normal. I can't even do it. Virulent, the I am for fascinated. Yeah. We need to get the rat czar on the podcast. Um, and, and is the rat czar yeah. somebody like, are they, are, you know, outgoing? I, they filled the position. They, I know they did, but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just fascinated with that person's life because then I would, I would be divorced. You know, that would just <laughs> not no, happen. Your job? No, she, Do you know what I mean? Not here and if you're trying to meet people and you're saying like, hey, I am the rat czar. <laughs> it's like, okay, see ya. That beat. That's a like, tough way. I, I imagine there's a pin that goes along with the job, and I sort of want to see it, like on your lapel. 
Uh, right? I just find that that's, like an ambassador. Just, you know how ambassadors have like a pin or whatever. Like that's not. what I'm envisioning in my head. <laughs> I'm just glad yeah. that we got rid of the one here at my house. Yeah. Uh, I promise out. that next week we will have actual football conversation because it is yeah. here. That's it. it. After mm. this long weekend, guys, enjoy it. And then we are right in the thick of it. Games that count. I, I'm excited, ne- anxious, nervous, um, emocionada. All Todo. of the things, Will. That's it. Yes. This is coming up. Yeah, we're definitely going to be talking a lot more football. And wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to subscribe, download, like it, all that stuff. This is the El Hidal Podcast. This is La Familia right here. This is La Familia. Mi prima hermana, MJ Acosta Ruiz. Always a pleasure. I'm Will Salva. Until next time. See ya. Adios. Adios. In Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.